Hey everyone, Window here, and welcome yet again to Living Up in Mind City. I know it's been a while since the last podcast episode. Uh, it's been close to two months now, and I apologize for that. Um, life has been busy, and I just thought I'd record a quick episode right now to let you guys know that I'm still alive, and, you know, talk about what's been going on and what's been on my mind, etc., etc., so, yeah, the long break. Uh, it is mostly work, to be honest. Um, a lot of things were happening at, at the workplace, and, uh, you know, it's just been taking a lot of my time. Um, but there are also other massive time sucks, like like YouTube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> YouTube is a, is a fucking black hole, man. Like, I would just watch one... YouTube video and you know it would just serve up the next one which is exactly what I wanted to watch and you know it would just go on so you know those times when you know you'll just tell yourself that you'll watch just one video right before bed and then before you know it it's like five o'clock in the morning yeah that's been happening like way too often <laughs> um, I know that I should probably have been using my time more productively but you know YouTube is still pretty great. Like it's it's a fantastic source of trivial information that will never be useful. So, <laughs> um, you know, for what it's worth, uh, it was still pretty entertaining. Like I think I was watching a lot of YouTube videos about um, about the video game Mass Effect Three, which I've been playing a lot over the last few weeks too. So yet another time suck. Um, you know, so Mass Effect Three is this uh, science fiction. Um, RPG that's uh, that, that came out in 2012, so it's a pretty old game, but boy, it's fantastic. Like, uh, many, many, many years ago, I played Mass Effect 2, fell in love with it simply because it's just such a story-rich game, and you're so invested in the characters. And um, many, many, many years later, um, I decided to play Mass Effect 3, and, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Like, I remember playing it a couple of hours maybe two years ago um got bored of it didn't touch it and then just two weeks ago i pick it up again for some reason and um before i know it i'm just so invested in every single one of those characters like um it's it's a ride and it's awesome if you haven't played any of the mass effect games please do um well two and three uh, are the ones that i can watch for i don't know about the rest um but yeah, such such a great game. Like, um, I was, you know, the last two weeks, I was just happy doing nothing. Like, not, not showering for days, uh, you know, not going out. Like, you know, sunlight, fuck that. I just wanted to um, see what, where I would go with, uh, with the characters in Mass Effect 3. Um, and if that wasn't enough after, I don't know, countless hours playing that game and finally finishing it, I then go on to YouTube, uh, <laughs> and, um, I just spent hours watching analysis videos of Mass Effect 3, like videos about why it was great, um, why some reviewers said it sucked, um, why, why those reviewers sucked, uh, yeah, it's, it, it just, it just takes you down that rabbit hole, and, you know, side note, um, I'm kind of not happy about uh, the content that YouTube is serving me 
like I'm not happy with like what's what's going on on my recommended page on YouTube right now because because of all these you know video game related videos that I'm watching, um, you know the the recommendations are all of the same ilk. Like it's all these video game analysis videos. And let me say this: that particular genre of YouTube videos are kind of sucky now. Maybe it's because I'm just watching them so much that it's I'm 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 inured to it or I'm just getting tired of it. But fuck, there are so many guys, mostly guys, actually. There are so many people out there who are just so fucking angry over a video game. Like, you know, I know that there are a lot of video games right now that are being hyped to the sky. And then when it actually delivers, um, it doesn't deliver, you know, what, what gamers and customers have been expecting. And so some of the dissatisfaction and outrage is kind of understandable but man these video game analysis youtuber fuckers holy shit they take it to another level like you know it's it's for one nitpicking to the extreme it's um they're just overly whiny about a lot of things and it just strikes me as slightly immature and far be it for me to criticize um you know uh, people putting out content about what they truly feel dissatisfied about. Maybe I'm just sick and tired of seeing, you know, one after another YouTuber just whining about the same thing over and over again. Um, I do realize that my bar is very low when it comes to playing any video game. Just, you know, you could give me a stick and I would entertain myself for hours. So perhaps I'm not the right person to criticize this. So, yeah, but I just thought that, you know, it's just, man, like, there's just so much outrage, you know, over a video game. Like, I, I enjoy video games. I really do. I understand if some you know, video games tend to not be the best, but you don't have to scream and shout and rage and, you know, tweet and, God, it's it's nuts. Um you know, back to Mass Effect 3. It's it's a great game. Do try it out. You know, it it's it was a game that came out in 2012, so it is slightly dated, very slightly. Like, some of the controls can be a little wonky. Um, but I highly recommend it. Do give it a chance. So, yeah, that's been taking up a lot of my time. There were some personal projects that I was engaged in, uh, which is really fun. Like uh, two weeks ago, you know, some friends were organizing an adventure game of sorts and, you know, roped me in to, to help out. And it was pretty awesome. Like, so, so they really drew me in with uh, the theme of the adventure game, which was essentially, uh, it was like Amazing Race, but uh, the theme was... Um, the plot of the game was that, um, you know, Sangil Otama is ripped out of his time and into the future, and he's now wandering around, and it's up to, like, a whole bunch of time cops to uh, find Sangil Otama based on clues in, in different, you know, that'll take teams to different parts of the city. It was really, really fun. Um, I mean, it was a pretty hot day, the day that we were playing this game. Uh, like, it was 33 degrees, but the real feel was... was 39 extremely hot and yet you know everybody who showed up in the uh, you know that afternoon uh were so invested in in finding those clues and going around the city and some teams were even taking cabs 
to to get to the locations first. It it was awesome. Um, I, you know, I, this is something that uh, you know some of my friends really love doing, and I had a great time. You know, being part of that activity. Um, I, I hope there's more games like that happening soon because um, yeah, it's really fun. Um. So yeah. You know, all that just kind of took away from, you know, creating podcast episodes and. So, uh, so um, you know, what's been so what's going on with this podcast? Uh, well, um, so I know, like before everything, all of these things, you know, just kind of took a lot of my time. Um, I did record a bunch of episodes with with some friends. Uh, some people that I met over the internet, and uh, you know, I just need some more time to edit them and put them out. Um, it has been some time already, but I'm really hoping to get back on it and you know, put out something soon. Um, besides that, there were also a bunch of conversations that are scheduled with other friends, and you know, I got to get around to that soon. Um, so, guys, once again. You know, I apologize. It's, I know it's been quite some time since I last um, asked you guys to, you know, be part of this. And uh, I, I just need to get some, some of my affairs in order. You know, just be in a good space uh, to, to, you know, have a chill conversation with you guys. So patience and please bear with me. Um, yeah, and, you know, and speaking of you know, getting around to doing all of these things, I guess one of the things that I realized is that I, sh this time, like going forward, I, I'm going to try not to push myself too hard on this and, you know, try to have fun. Like, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I was taking this way too seriously. You know, I, I was just not chill about this at all. And uh, it, it kind of took a toll on me. It, it kind of took a toll on others involved in this uh, project. Which was supposed to be like a fun, chill project. And, uh, you know, uh, to those of you with whom I've been a little short, uh, you know who you are. I, I truly apologize. And, uh, you know, going forward, I think it's just, I'm, I'm going to try to just to take a step back. I'm, I'm going to try to just, you know, take it down a notch and be cool. It's going to be hard, though. But, yes, I will be cool. Um, all right, so, uh, questions from friends. So I put up a Facebook post asking, you know, friends if they wanted any questions answered about the podcast, you know, just to keep this going. And, uh, you know, I got some, I got some questions, so I'm just gonna check them out. Um, Sherilyn asks about doing something about Singapore versus India. Wow, that's a big one. Like it it, it warrants its own episode if, if if not five. There's just so much that I'd love to talk about. Like we're just not talking about, you know, the 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 surface level differences between Singapore versus India. Um I mean there's a lot I'd love to you know, share and explore with respect to uh, my personal journey in both these countries. Um, you know, the, the the different societal quirks, I guess, 
And uh, yeah, this, this is like a lot of things. So Sherilyn, uh, this is going to be something that I will definitely do uh, over the course of, I don't know how many podcast episodes um, over the course of, I don't know how many years, because boy, is that a lot of material. Um, I, I, I mean, you know, I think the one thing that stands out for me when it comes to, you know, Singapore versus India is that, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get in just yet because I think, you know, there are different facets to these two countries that I do want to explore, which does warrant um, a lot of exploration. So, yeah, Sherlyn, I hope you look forward to those episodes. Um, so, so Sherlyn, thank you for that suggestion. And um, going forward, I will definitely talk about some of these things. B asks about Singapore versus Indian biryani. Interesting. Well, uh, B, I love both. So I, I find that Indian biryani tends to be like heavier. It feels like a brick after having, you know, uh, Indian biryani. Uh, whereas Singaporean biryani tends to be um, fluffier, like the the rice, the meats. Uh, you know, they're all cooked separately and then put together. Whereas, while there are tons of Indian biryanis uh, which are, are done similarly, um, and boy, there's like a whole spectrum of biryanis, um, you know, I find that the, the the predominant kinds of Indian biryani that I have um, have the rice and meat, the, the rice, the meat, and the vegetables like stewed together for quite some time. So it adds to that, um, to that weight, I guess. It's just... It's such a dense dish. Um, not not exactly the healthiest, but, you know, it, it, it scratches that itch when you really want to fill your tummy. Singapore biryani does tend to be, like, something that you can have as a meal on on the regular. Okay, I don't mean, like, on, on the daily, but, you know, it, it can be something that you can have a lot more frequently than Indian biryani. Um... V also suggested talking about the gig economy and what's it like between Singapore and India. That's a very interesting topic. Like, I don't know too much about the gig economy, to be honest. Like, I, I left India in 2011, and at the time, you know, it was at a time when most people had more traditionalist ideas when it comes to jobs, I guess. Um, the internet surely opened up possibilities, uh, but it, it really blew up in the last decade. Uh, you know, so I, I don't really know too much about it. Uh, that said, I'm, I'm keen to have someone who has been doing this here in Singapore. Um, you know, someone who has also been doing this in, in India. And uh, honestly, like the holy grail would be, you know, someone who has done it both in Singapore and India. Like and that person would truly give um, a great perspective on what is it like in, in both countries. Um Folks, if, if you know anyone, just let me know and I'll reach out to them. I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation. Right, so uh, the next one. Uh, Kai asked to comment on the Australian Senator Fraser Anning and his uh, statements with regards to the, the tragedy that happened in New Zealand last week. Uh, it was a terrorist attack that claimed 49 lives in a mosque in Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, now, the, the Australian senator in question, 
well, he kind of made a statement to the tune that, um, well, let me let me just pull up the quote. Um, so he he's quoted as saying that the real cause of bloodshed on New Zealand streets today is the immigration program that allowed Muslim fanatics to migrate to New Zealand in the first place. Um, well, you know, this was last Friday, and uh, you know, since then he got egged in the face like some kid just smashed an egg on his head. Um, he's also been like strongly condemned by most Australian politicians, uh, the Prime Minister of Australia even, and is currently one of the most uh, hated politicians in Australia right now. Um, I'm, I'm doing a bit of a cursory read, and he's he's a fringe far-right figure in Australian politics, and he's kind of known for opinions like this. Now, I mean, so my take here is... Um, how little empathy must a guy have, you know, that that hours after a tragedy in, in New Zealand, in a sister country of Australia, you know, they share, they're so culturally similar. Like, hours after this tragedy, he has to, you know, take that and make it about himself and his pet agenda. You know, I'm, I'm no longer surprised about what nationalist politicians say, um, but, you know, this is just... I don't know. It's it it just sucks. Well, you know, he's being rightly condemned for a lot of these things, and you know, whatever his political uh, agenda is, whether or not people agree with him or not, um, you know, there is something to be said about being a little tactful, especially when um, there is a tragedy of this magnitude. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to dwell too much on the politics of other countries. It's um, it's just I I realize that there's a lot of uh, other stuff that is kind of disturbing um but yeah i i'm not sure if i want to talk about it um well i guess, i guess one of the more concerning things about last week's um uh tragedy was that there's a guy out there who's been indoctrinated almost wholly by by you know internet meme subcultures um you know i don't i don't know too much about this and far be it for me to comment something that i have too little information on but yeah it's just it's just a sad sad uh, it's just a sad sad state of things Next, um, Isabella asks about corruption in sport. She says, corruption and cheating in professional sports are taking away the thrill and excitement from the game. And as spectators, we roll our eyes when you pretend you've been so badly injured to get a penalty and then you jump up and play on. Um, well, I don't follow sport that much, so I don't know of any current or recent sports controversies with regards to corruption. Uh, that said, yeah, it sucks. You know, I, I remember loving cricket growing up, and, uh, you know, sometime in the early 2000s, there was a massive, massive uh, match-fixing scandal that, that rocked the cricketing world in India. Like, a lot of the, you know, top players were... were um, in on this this scandal it was like match fixing and there's like a lot of money involved and you know it just yeah it, it stank and 
that kind of put me off of the game and a lot of my friends too and we just got sick of the sport because of it now it took a while but over the years there have been like much much better players players with a lot more integrity and you know cricket is kind of fun but i just since that that particular incident i just never got into it again um you know i, I do think that integrity is important in any sport and um but but i guess big bucks just ride on these big tournaments and so there's always going to be garbage like this what can you do right uh shanka wants to talk about the best places to grab a drink in this expensive city for cheapos like me hey man shanka i'm with you on this dude that's a great question actually like you know being the cheap ass that we are it's been our continual quest to find um you know reasonably priced bars in singapore and um as, as most of you know alcohol is pretty expensive in singapore and i'm not gonna lie i uh i get shell-shocked every time i check my credit card statement <laughs> um but does that stop me from drinking nope so yeah it's it's an ongoing thing but you know, at the same time, it's it's awesome to explore new bars, and there are some pretty interesting ones out there. Like, yeah, so let's let's talk about that soon, Shankar. Next, Honey asks. Honey wants to talk about the evolution of the Black Jesus. Um. <laughs> right so i used to sport long hair and a beard for the longest time and because of it i've been affectionately called brown jesus indian jesus etc etc and uh, that's how people recognized me like you know the the indian guy with long hair and a beard that you know i was i was hard to miss easy to spot in a crowd and uh i was brown jesus to a lot of people like people just called me that all the time um well you know so two years ago i i cleaned up i cut my hair i shaved and, and a lot of people freaked out because uh they've never seen my chin before so um it, it was like re really funny um a lot of people just you know uh, I, I loved seeing the reactions when they saw me in this new look for the first time and uh to be honest i kind of like the new look it's you know i i look a little more presentable um i just yeah i don't get called like jesus every other damn time i walk past a bar and uh god knows that happens a lot like it's fun i mean i get it you know hey you know long hair with a beard yeah of course people are gonna call you jesus but after the three thousand time you know by some random drunk stranger uh, it gets old and um although sometimes people tend to be a little more imaginative like one time i was walking down club street and um, i got congratulated for winning eurovision um for context this was in 2014 and uh this was the year that conchita worst the uh the uh cross-dressing singer from austria uh won the eurovision of that year so you know i was likened to that so that was that was interesting um well now i'm just you know just another indian guy and it's it's kind of nice that 
I'm not being looked at all the time. No, really, it is, it is. <laughs> um, it does come with some cons, though. Like, sometimes friends I haven't seen in a while, you know, just walk past me and I have to frantically wave to, to get them to see me. <laughs> um, I'm looking at you, Sherilyn. <laughs> um, but yeah, that aside, it, it's good. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much all I have um, for now. Um, there are a couple of episodes in the pipeline, as I mentioned. Um, I just need to get around to the editing and I'll get them out in due course. Uh, you know, I may not be doing the whole weekly or bi-weekly thing. I'm just going to try to do it as and when I have fine time. Um, as I as I said, I just want this to be fun. Um, so yeah, so guys, stay tuned for uh, future episodes. You will hear more of me soon. Until then, see you around, Singapore. <laughs>